The Daily Witness is not just a podcast, but originally started as a gospel newspaper. Trevor Van Vieren Ministries distributes this newspaper free of charge, paid for by partners and friends. If you have not received a copy of this newspaper in your mailbox, feel free to download a copy from our website, www.thedailywitness.co.za. And now, enjoy today's podcast. Welcome everybody. It's nice having you guys here and... Before we start anything this week, can I ask Trevor to open up for some prayer? Okay. Father, we thank you. We are so honored. We are so grateful to have you as our Father. You delivered us from the kingdom of darkness. And you translated us into the kingdom of your dear Son. We are delivered from the oppression of the devil. You gave us a brand new spirit and you filled us up with your faith. You gave us dominion Mm -hmm. over that rascal. And you said, I have given you power to trample on the scorpion (coughs) and the adder. Mm -hmm. We've been seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And we thank you, Father, for this wonderful privilege. We thank you that we are your sons and daughters. We thank you. For the tremendous love that you've given us. Now tonight I pray for Marius Father. And I thank you Lord God for anointing his voice. Yes in Jesus. I pray all of you and I pray none of them. Amen. I pray Father that you will think through his mind and speak through his vocal cords. Amen. And I pray for everyone that is streaming tonight. I come against any distractions. Even here I come against any satanic distractions. And I call this meeting blessed and full of wisdom and full of understanding and full of the anointing and most importantly, full of the presence of the Lord. Yes. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I didn't know that was in me. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, like when Trevor started talking, I was quite surprised when he started talking to you guys about earlier because the topic I wanted to talk tonight about is actually more of an encouragement. But ironically, it's tapping in what you were saying because tonight's message tonight is actually titled Vessels of Honor. And the, I haven't got a lot of scriptures that I'm going to talk tonight, but I actually I make commentaries under each scripture. What I normally do, sometimes I take a scripture and I, and I take things out of that scripture that applies. And I've just made commentaries under that, under that each scripture, basically what, it, what stands out there. And... This is actually a well-known scripture that we're going to read. That's the first scripture I want to read, the Second Timothy 2, verse 20 to 21. And I've got a new living translation. Yes, you guys can just go there and tell me when you're there. Amen. Second Timothy 2, verse 2? Uh, no, 20 to 21. Verse 2, verse 21. Yeah, Second Timothy 2, verse 20 to 21. And would you mind if you read that at first when everybody's there? Okay. Is everybody there? Mm-hmm. It says, uh, but in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of earth, and some to honor and some to dishonor. If a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified and to meet uh, for the master's use, and prepared unto every good work. Amen. 
I'm going to read uh, what translation to use, King James. Yeah, King James. Okay, I'm just going to read the New Living Translation, which I've got. It says here, in a wealthy home, some utensils are made of gold and silver, and some are made of wood and clay. The, the expensive utensils are used for special occasions and the cheap ones for everyday use. If you keep yourself pure, you'll be a special utensil for honorable use. Your life will be clean and you'll be ready for a master to use for every good work. And when I was reading this passage, I really just felt like the scripture was jumping out to me and it kept with me. I mean, it's, even when I prayed about the Lord said to me, use this tonight. And, and as I was praying, it's like, you guys know that the whole message wasn't there, but it started building up. Yes. Mm. It started coming together. And I really felt like the Lord saying, especially now in these last days and what we're going through, especially you guys and witness how the Lord's been moving in the cell. And I really believe that this Lord and especially the Holy Spirit's heart for us to actually see ourselves all as uh, as vessels. And this, where this referring to in my house, I really believe when I was looking at this, it's actually referring to as the church. And if you're part of a church, if you're part of a ministry, every one of us are utensils, are, are actually a vessel in a house. Mm-hmm. And that is important. A lot of people don't realize that when I first looked at it, I first thought this is more meant for the fivefold ministry. Mm-hmm. People set aside, okay, you know, God's going to call him. But I really believe this is meant for everybody. Yeah. And I made a note here where I said here, the utensils are all in one place. And I said here, not scattered, not wanting to do their own thing. Because this is very important. All are vessels, but some people follow their own heads and do their own thing. You know, if a person's a teapot, you're trying to make tea in the middle of the desert, who are you making it for? You know, where are you? And the second point I made here is, it says here, be ready for a master's use. And I made a note here, not to be fussy, picky, or complaining. Because how many of us are, are saying there that we're all utensils, we're all vessels. Everybody's got a desire to be used by God. That's our cause. But how many of us might be picky? What might say to a person, listen, go minister that person, go give that person something to eat, and they have all excuses. Mm. What type of vessel are you there? Yeah. And that's another point that's what the person must also look at. And for every good work, I also wrote a note here again, once again, not to be picky, fussy, complaining, or selective. And I said to you, I don't believe the utensil will argue with the master what they were good for and what for not. Nobody knows us better than God himself. Mm. So he's put gifting in every one of us, but nobody of us will know what you're good for besides Jesus and God alone. Oh, yeah. So in other words, if you say, okay, Lord, I'm a vessel in your house. The only thing God requires of you is, okay, you make yourself available and you actually cleanse yourself. Make sure that you purify yourself so I can use you as I see fit. That is what the Lord wants. But all of us are not doing that. So, Marius, um, you are using it in essence that one needs to obey the Lord. Yes. Even the Lord tells you something that, you know, people might not like what you're doing. You must be obedient to do the things of the Lord. Yeah, you see, it all boils I'm going to go to the next scripture now. It all boils down to a relationship with the Lord and yeah. like Meekins is also very good at is basically in be intimate with the Father mm-hmm. and that's all what it boils down to and the next question that I've got here and is for instance how does a person get refined because there's different type of vessels we mean read here there's, there's vessels of gold there's vessels of silver there's vessels, but how do you get refined mm-hmm. and I know I wrote you in a commentary and, and, and the answers by fire ouch mm-hmm. <laughs> and the scripture I want to go to next is Zechariah 13 verse 9 and I'm going to read again for a new living translation. Okay, Tiff, can you read first? Uh, if you got Zechariah 13 verse 9. 
Yo. The last one. <laughs> okay. No. Here, Bobby, you can just say amen. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to... Do you have it on the new living? Oh, I don't. Sorry, it's fine, just read. You know me, boss. It's fine, just read. Okay. I will bring that group through the fire and make them pure. I will refine them like silver and purify them like gold. They will call on my name and I will answer them. I will say, these are my people and they will say, the Lord is our God. Beautiful. The thing that stands out here is where the Lord said on top here, he will bring his vessels. And actually what it he mentions there, he doesn't say in that scripture, I will bring you. He says, I'll bring the group. In other words, God will bring his house. A group, group together through a purification process. And he says, I will refine them and purify them. And they will call on my name and I will answer them. In other words, I wrote here, God brings us as his vessels through the purification process. That might not be a lack of place to be. Sorry, my Afrikaans. Like Trevor will say, the wilderness experience. Yeah. But it is necessary. And I wrote here, it's important for the believer to be part of a church or ministry that they can be accountable to. Oh, yeah. And do believe that the believer will also be more sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit and His guidance if we go through this purification process. But a lot of people are running away from this because they know it's not lacquer. Yeah. They must put their own selfish walls and own selfish pride down and they must say, and they don't want to do that. And that is very important as well. As, and, I also, and I also wrote here and I said, so many believers might have a desire to be used by God. Mm. And His Holy Spirit are looking for things to happen where the Lord's actually looking for believers that are willing and committed to be used by Him. But once again, there's a process to follow. We're all in one place. That utensils, that also stood out to me, is like I said, that utensils, it's different calls. Every person's got a special call in your life. Yeah. Whether it's ministry, whether it's business, whether it's a, a writer. And that's why the utensils are also of different types of material. But it depends on us. How are you going to get yourself refined? And are you going to get yourself refined? Are you mm. willing to get yourself refined? And once again, my message is really with the heart. I really believe the Holy Spirit wants to take each one of us and actually move us forward. Yeah. Because we're living in these last days where we can't mess around with. And the Lord He's like, come on guys, come on guys, there's more to do. Yeah. But the people are dragging their feet. Yeah. And where I wrote just uh, said, the Lord's actually looking for people where people want to say, Lord, please use me, use me. And another scripture that's nice is 2 Chron- Chronicles 16 verse 9. If somebody can actually want to go there, maybe read it for us. Um, Frank, you can if, you, if you've got so your King James. Second Chronicles 16 yes. verse 9. Uh, while, while he's looking for it, I just want to say this, you know, mm-hmm. um, a big part of the refining uh, process mm-hmm. is, like you said earlier, you've got to be uh, linked to a church or ministry. Yes. And, like, you've got to be faithful then. Yeah. And another thing, you know, the Bible says... God corrects those He loves. Yes, absolutely. And uh, the other night, I was I was in error about something, and uh, Trevor was actually on the phone with me, and Trevor corrected me, but I knew that I knew that it's actually the Lord helping me. Yeah. After that, I actually went into prayer, and I actually thanked the Lord for loving me, because. He's protecting me. That's it. Yeah. Yes, you amen. Know, instead of me going down like a certain path. Yes. And that could be, it could end up being a path of destruction. Well, yes. the Bible says the wise will hear yes, yeah. and increase in learning. Yeah. 
But the fool despises correction. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a person has to be like open <coughs> to be uh, corrected. Yes, absolutely. Uh, because otherwise, the, then the Lord can't refine you. Yes. Yeah. You know, if a person keeps like closing the door on him. Yes, absolutely. You know? And then there's no purification taking exactly. place, and then you're still stuck in the wilderness. And exactly. then they can't be used. Yeah. And exactly. they can't step into their calling. They can't yeah. affect other people. Exactly. Yeah. Amen. You know, I was still just saying because, you know, uh, I was looking at the fact that, you know, the past couple of. So I became a travel missing at home, and you know, I'm trying to do things, and I ask God uh, to use me. Mm. Because for me, I'm not someone that really goes out. Mm. I mean, yesterday was the first time I spoke to, to this fella next to me. Mm. And like, it's difficult. So I ask God to send people that I can minister to. Not only like minister, but minister, you know, in love. Yeah. You know? And like, you know, what happened Sunday is that, you know, I went there, I, I wanted to just get my... my the building and yeah. come back because it's raining hard mm-hmm. and then you know I saw a fella this guy well, I've never seen him in a long time and he was staying there and he was he had his jacket no buttons he's cold mm-hmm. and this coach came to me when I was hungry you fed me when, when I was no clothes you clothed me mm-hmm. and I got to speak to me he says minister that guy but not with your mouth but through your actions mm-hmm. so that's why I went I know it was it was late and everything you know, and, you know, a person's flesh will say, you know what, you've you, you got to be at this in this place. Mm. It was raining, and, and and I felt the unction of the Spirit saying, help us, man, it's going to rain hard mm-hmm. the evening. And I went, I did. You know, and God says you must give not only your, your tunic, but everything. Mm-hmm. You know, God doesn't say you must give. Like, a lot of people like to give him their old stuff or mm-hmm. give him a lot of things. God says give everything. Yeah. yeah. And I just gave. And mm-hmm. I didn't expect anything yeah. because I want to work for the Lord. Yes, yeah. amen. And when I did that, other people saw, this other chap saw me. He gave this guy bread and things. That man was crying. Shame, shame. He was sitting with nothing. Mm. And I could have sit and said, you know what? The world will say, you know what? You got to do this, you could do that. The world is mm. against us. Even yeah. Revelation says uh, that like, there's going to be enmity in your family, in yeah. your wife, mm-hmm. in, in, you know, your spouse, your brother, your sister. Because, you know, the end will use them to hold you back. Yes. But you must do what's obedient to the Lord. And you know what? At the end of the day, I didn't expect anything. You know, God has blessed me. I told yes. him how God has blessed me with a place, with everything. Before even married, I told the Lord, you know what? I can't let my wife stay in that place. Mm-hmm. The place yeah. is falling apart. Yeah. I said, Lord, I wanted this, I wanted that. And God gave me a house. He gave me everything. So, for me... You know what? I want us to put one's pride mm. and selfish mm-hmm. nature. Yes. Because the flesh says you're going to do this and do that and do that. But you know what? You never know, like what you said earlier, that that might, might be an angel of God. Yeah. That yeah. Might, might be testing you. Yes. But Amen. who do you listen? Do you listen to your, your, your man? Do you listen to the world? Do you listen to your mm-hmm. family? Do you want to listen to... Even if it costs you. Yes. I, know, I know many, I know many a, a mad man I know many a father who've lost their family, even one one friend, uh, Victor, that passed away recently. He started serving the Lord. His wife turned against him. His family turned against him. You know, he lost everything. Mm. But you know what? It's better to serve God and be obedient to Him yes. and enter the kingdom than to be in the flesh and lose one's salvation. Amen. And God is, is questioning us every day how much more are you willing to give Him? Mm-hmm. But the problem is, 
Christians who want to be part of the world, mm -hmm. they want to do things that pleases the flesh, that pleases man. Yeah. We must stop being people please. We must please mm -hmm. the Lord. Amen. That's what they're saying. Are you going to read that? Verse? Yeah, 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 yeah. What's it first? What it says? It's second, second Chronicles 16 verse 9. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in the behalf of them whose heart is perfect toward him. Therein thou hast done foolishly, therefore from henceforth thou shalt have wars. Amen. Thank you, Frank. And the New Living Translation says, The eyes of the Lord searches the whole earth in order to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to Him. And that last part of is part of next, what the fool you've been, and for now you will have war. And this is exactly what I was saying, Nana, is how many people are saying, Lord, 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 use me, and hoping God will see them. Meanwhile, God's looking for somebody to use. Mm. Yeah. But once again, what's the condition there? Whose hearts are fully committed to Him. Yeah. In other words, who hasn't got their own plans, doing their own thing, and how are you going to get that done unless you submit yourself to him? Unless you say, oh, Lord, here am I, correct me. That's where the refining process takes place. Because we want to be used by God, but we don't want to be corrected. Or we want to be used by God, but we still want to do our things our own way. And I made a note here, and I said here, the Lord will enable those whose hearts are committed to him. I like what the New Living says in the first part where it says here, in order to strengthen those. And I made the comment here, it says the Lord will enable those whose hearts are committed to him. In other words, if the believer have any shortcomings in area of their lives, but are committed to the Lord, the Lord will help them overcome those areas. There's how many ministers now that's on TV that actually said, one minister in particular said that he got dumbstruck every time he had to face cross, but he actually was obedient. And the Lord helped him to overcome that. And that is also something that stood out to me. There's so many people that want to step out, but they're scared. Mm. They're scared. They said, Lord, I can't do this because I've got this or I've got that. And the Lord knows what are our shortcomings. But the thing that he's looking for is like you're just right now. The Lord's looking to and fro. So somebody just say, yes, Lord, you're in. Look at Peter, for instance. Peter stepped out of the boat. He sunk, but Jesus still helped him out. The point is, he stepped out. You see, that is the thing. Is that we are willing to step out. We are willing to make an effort. The Lord will, if we fall short, the Lord will help us. Because obviously, He looks at our hearts. And that's why it says, whose hearts are fully committed. Because that's what the Lord looks at. He doesn't look at our lives. He doesn't look at our statuses. Because that's something that means nothing to Him. He looks at our hearts. And I wrote here that the Lord helped him overcome those areas. And I believe that might include needs also to fulfill a specific area. Things if a person's got needs, if you want to serve the Lord, you are serving God, but there's things that's lacking, for instance, that's actually maybe an obstacle. That's also something that the Lord will actually help you with as well. Once again, so if you want to serve God, but say, Lord, I've got this need, but the condition is you're not putting that need in front of God. You're saying, Lord, I've got that need, but you're more important to me than this need. The Lord will help you to overcome that need as well. Because if you're committed to fulfill your call, if you're committed to be, like I said, the utensil in the Lord's house, that's His church, or that's His fivefold ministry, and the Lord knows the shortcomings that you need to address to actually fulfill what He's called you to do, He will help you in that. But not to put those needs in front of Him. That's where the refining process comes in as well. A lot of people think, okay, Lord, here I am, okay, I need this, and then you've got the grocery list there. But who's important? God, all those things as well. Yeah. And what can we do from our side? And I've got two scriptures here that actually the last one is quite powerful. I like it. 
And the two scriptures I've got here. One is Second Corinthians 7 verse 1. And I'm going to read you from the Amplified Classic. If everybody's there, you can just say Amen. Second Corinthians? Second Corinthians 7 verse 1. Oh, this is good. Because so you can just say amen. Amen. It says here, Therefore, since these great promises are ours, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from everything that contaminates and defiles body and spirit, and bring our consecration to completeness in the reverential fear of God. Mm. Beautiful. That means cleanse ourselves. In other words, if you can't, like in the olden days, in the old days, then people had to cleanse themselves before they could actually go into the temple. They had to purify themselves. Mm. And I mean, I know Jesus already the purification process for us, but this is something we can do out of reverence for God and out of love for God as well. Once again, that's where that refining process comes in. Because if you allow God to refine you, you won't have a problem with this process. Because this won't be difficult for you because if the Lord refines you, you will know what's there that must be cleansed. And if you've got the relationship with the Lord on a daily basis, the Holy Spirit will obviously guide and show you what areas is areas that needs addressing. I made three notes here as well concerning the scripture. And I said here, this scripture relates to it will require humbleness to acknowledge areas that need attention and correction, especially if it's pointed out by those you are accountable to. In other words, if you're accountable to a minister or ministry, and uh, Eric gets pointed out to you that you need to attend to, that is where this applies to, or oh, no, the Spirit shows you, you need to sort this out. Yeah. So a person must be willing, as pride and unwillingness to change will not bring a person anywhere. That is also very important, because if a person is not willing to change, you're going to be left on the shelf. Yeah. I'm referring to the utensils because, like I said, we all got purposes. But God can't allow you to fulfill your purpose if you're not willing to make an effort from your side in all areas. To purify yourself, to be submit yourself, and to actually seek Him as well. And another point I made here, and I said, it will take effort. I said, yeah, no quick fixes. Yeah. Because people like that. They like a quick fix. And I said, yeah, it can almost be described like a boat or plane that went off course. It will need an effort to make a course correction. In other words, if a plane or a boat steers off course, that captain will have to go and see what went wrong, apply the correction, fix what went wrong, and then still bring that boat onto the right course. The same with our lives. If we do things wrong, we go off course. Mm. Firstly, we need to check what did we do wrong and took us off course. And then after that's corrected, then bring us back onto course. You see, and this is part of the scripture where it says, let us cleanse ourselves. In other words, whatever course does go off course. Was things the opposite wasn't pleasing God because it, when it, it drew us away from Him. And you know, Maurice, I want to throw this in. I don't hear believers repent to each other anymore. I don't hear that. Mm. In other words, they don't cleanse themselves. No. In other words, they don't check themselves and say, hey, I missed it. This is where Scripture applies. Yes. Yeah. That's what you're talking about. Yes. Like, I heard Andrew now say how he received correction. Yes. But this is sad, but it's far and few in between. Yeah. It's like not too long ago, I had to minister to someone and tell them, hey, what you're doing is wrong. Yes. And according to the scripture, you must go and apologize. Yes. And you must go and repent of what you did. Yes. You see, that is actually correcting them. But here's the thing. I shouldn't have had to do that. 
They should have known by himself. They should have known that. Yes. They should have felt convicted. I've crossed the line here. I should not have done that. Yes. Very good message. And something else, like we basically talking about being fit for the master's use. Yes. yes. But now check this out. If a person isn't fit for the master's use, they are fit for Satan's use. Yes. It's either Ooh. one or the other. Because uh, either God's going to use a person or, or the devil's going to use So if, if a person cleans themselves up, the father can easily use them. Correct. But if they refuse correction, etc., etc., mm-hmm. Satan's going to say, okay, cool. Yeah. You, you know, I can use you now. So, yeah. Because the last point I made was exactly what Trevor was saying in an act is, it will also require respect and reverence for the Father and the leading of the Holy Spirit. Mm. And I almost got tears in my saying this because if a person doesn't have a reverence for God as the Father that yeah. loves us so much and what He did for us mm. and for His Holy Spirit, come on. Yeah. So yeah. a person's supposed to, if you do something wrong, you're supposed to have the leading of the Holy Spirit so if you say, listen, you need to correct. Yes. But if you're yes. not hearing the Holy Spirit, something's wrong. What did Jesus say? Before you want to come and bring your gift yes. to the altar, yes. and you have aught yes. against any. For yes. those who don't know King James, that just means you've got a problem with someone. Okay? Yes. You've got a problem with someone. He says, don't even bother about bringing that gift. Go and sort out your mess with your brother. Mm. And make right with him first. And then come back and bring your gift to the altar. You see, so many people are making enemies with each other. And Mm. they are not checking themselves Mm. and Mm. saying, hey, what I did was wrong. They don't want to acknowledge what they're doing is wrong. Yes. And when you go down that path, man, that's a runaway car right there Mm. with Mm. no brakes. And you're going right down into Satan's camp. Mm. You must never be prideful. No. Never, never. No. Ne- oh, no. That's actually in today's reading, by the way. Second Timothy chapter 3. Mm-hmm. It talks about staying away from that stuff because you can be prideful. And then it, it goes like this here. Like the devil. Sure. Yeah. That was his sure. as well. Fell. Like the devil. We must be quick to repent. Mm-hmm. We must be quick to confess our sins one to another. If I've faulted you, if I've wronged you, hey... Listen, what I did, don't be shy of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Go quickly and say, look, what I did, it was wrong. No, no, don't worry. You talk, let me finish, repent. Mm-hmm. What I did, it was wrong. Yes. And I'm asking you to forgive me. Yeah. If they say, I don't forgive you, well, tough. Mm. At least you did your part. At least yes. you did your part. Yes. yes. Yeah. But always be quick to cleanse yourself. Get rid of that sin. Don't yes. sit there and let it linger. Yeah. Amen. And the last scripture I've got regarding this is, uh, I mean, can you got the message? I can get the message. Can you read us James 4, verse 7 to 10 out of the message? And I just want to th- throw this in. The Lord told me one day there was an argument that erupted between me and someone. And the Lord had actually warned me, I think a month before that argument happened. Mm-hmm. He warned me about that very thing. And I went there and this person was looking for a fight. Yeah. And anyway, I, I stuck up for whoever. And afterwards, I came back home and the Lord said, I want you to repent mm-hmm. to that person. And I said, Lord, I did nothing wrong. Like, you know, like I walked into like a hornet's nest, mm-hmm. you know. And the Lord said, it's, how did he put it? 
It doesn't matter who's right or wrong. What matters is the person that remains in love. Yes. Yeah. So I, I repented, even mm-hmm. though that person was in wrong. I, I repented. I so. There you were sensitive, and yeah. you were willing to correct and to cleanse that's yourself. A, but yeah. that's a sign of maturity. Yes. yes. Yeah. The, the people who are quick to check themselves and quick to forgive and quick to say, "Hey, do you forgive me? Mm. What mm. I did was wrong." You know, mm-hmm. that's a sign of maturity. Yeah. Yes. But the thing is, you know what? I get a lot of these professionals, Christians that's been long in that famous and stuff out there and I've seen it in you know on the media even mm-hmm. someone refusing to acknowledge their wrongdoing uh, refusing to you know ask forgiveness or refuse to accept their faults yeah and they expect other people to yeah, yeah. and the thing is a lot of times that you know the uh, pride becomes a fault you get to a yeah. point where you know God gives you success he gives you everything mm-hmm. and then you get to a part your heart is hard you don't want to yeah, you know, yeah. and at the end of the day, you know what? You gotta realize that, you know, that you need to humble yourself before yeah, God, yes, because the enemy can rob you. Yeah, the yes. enemy gets you into a point where you feel you're righteous, yeah. you're two righteous fathers. Amen. Sure. Yeah. Um, so James four seven two uh, verse ten. Okay. Everyone there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let God work His will in you. Yell aloud, no. To the devil and watch him make himself scarce say a quiet yes to the lord and he'll be there in no time quit dabbling in sin purify your inner life quit playing the field hit bottom and cry your eyes out the fun and games are over get serious really serious get down on your knees before the master it's the only way you'll get on your feet. Wow. That is so cool. Amen. Yeah, that's well said. Thank you, Megan. When I read that scripture, that actually said it all. I mean, what it clearly states out there, and I made just three notes, and I said to you, the believer must allow the Holy Spirit to do the necessary work in their lives. And secondly, the believer must also make it clear to the enemy that there's no place for his rubbish in their life and cut off any form of sin or impurity. How many people, I'm sad, sad to say, nobody's perfect, but how many believers are thinking they love lives, but there's secret sins in their lives? Mm. And nobody knows about it. I put on a happy face, but God can see it clearly. And nobody's judging them. But mm. this scripture is making very clear. If a person wants to move on with God, because the Lord says, you will, you will complete the good work at the start in us, but we can't complete the good work. If a person's actually not willing to submit themselves and make that correction and clean themselves like we just read there now in Second Corinthians. How are you going to clean yourself? Mm-hmm. You acknowledge, hey, this is not supposed to be here. But how many people are willing to do that? Mm-hmm. They can look at themselves and it doesn't matter where you are. Some people might say, yeah, but I'm only all the person. I'm only doing all the job. doesn't mm-hmm. matter. You can be a witness. You can be a vessel for God right where you are. Yeah. We're living in a dark world and God needs actually us to shine his light and his work all over but he cannot do that if we all focusing on ourselves and doing our own thing in secret and saying ah nobody's gonna know and this is very important and at the conclusion so what the type of vessel do you see yourself as do you see yourself as a broom <laughs> as a teapot silverware or goldware that choice is up to us if you want to see yourself as a broom Okay, just warp out the rubbish. Okay, fine, I'm good enough. Thank you. That's good for me. 
Or do you see yourself as something where the Lord can use more? And as these illustrations is different type of materials. Broom wood, teapot is mostly silver or maybe metal. Silverware, goldware. Goldware, for instance, is uh, refined at a very high temperature. But it's worth a lot. And everybody knows we've got streets of gold in heaven. Yeah. And God sees gold as very pure. But the question to ourselves is, that means how far are you willing to go? How far are you willing to take your relationship with the Lord serious? Are you willing to say, okay, I'm content with this. This is good enough for me. Mm. Then Lord say, okay, well, fine. Then I can use you only in th that much. Mm. But it depends on us. You know, like Jesus said, you must pick up your cross and follow him. Yeah. You know, and always humble yourself before God. Amen. You know, because you can hide and you can fool everybody, but mm -hmm. you can't fool the thing. God knows what's in, what's in your innermost being. Amen. Um, your, you know, in the scripture that we read now where it says, say a loud no to the yes. devil and a quiet yes to the Father. Yes. Um, I'm just, just thinking if we are not saying no to the devil, yeah. we are saying no to our Father. Sure, that's true. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's an answer. Silence is also an answer. Mm, yeah. So I was just thinking about we should actually really be, be more vocal. Yes, more vocal towards the devil. Mm. Yes. Because if we are not saying no to him, we're saying mm. no to our father. And like Trevor said in the start when he was speaking, as the, uh, the devil's got no authority. Yes. And because the, Jesus disarmed him, he disarmed, disarmed principalities and powers, he's got no power. But like Trevor says, he doesn't want the believer to know that. Mm. Yeah. Because he's a little mouse of his, of his loudspeaker, but I mean, he doesn't want the believer to know that because otherwise the believer's going to, the devil, and they're going to run. That's why we the scripture which says, says aloud, no. That means no. Like you say it to an animal, no, and that animal will sit. Yes. So that means no. And keep it a no. That's it. And, and, but the only way you're going to keep it a no is not allowing the stuff in your life because otherwise you're going to give him a, a sign and yes. Yes. Without knowing it. Like Trevor said, yeah. there's a line. Without realizing and if people step out of the line, you can, delay, you can say no to them and say, ha ha, you cross that line. I've got automatic yes from you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why we need to cleanse ourselves because if we clean ourselves and we're aware of that, we won't cross that line of out. The Holy Spirit warning us, ah, 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 you're treading on a dangerous ground here. Yeah. And that's just a lack of the fear of the Lord. Because yeah. if you fear the Lord, and I don't mean afraid of Him, but when yes. you love Him and respect Him, and, and yes. they talk about this reverential awe, mm -hmm. you are very much aware of what you do in your life because it's a reflection on your Father. Yes. So you won't lie, you won't cheat, you won't steal, you won't swear, you won't drink, you won't do whatever no. because you are a child of the Most High God and yes. you want your outer behavior to reflect that. Yes. So... Yeah. And I do believe like a person should always pray in the spirit for themselves because there's some problems in a person's life where like Satan is coming against him with severe pressure. Yes. And that they're not strong enough just to say, no, I'm, I'm going to stop doing that now. Mm. They're not strong enough. Yeah. And you actually need like supernatural help. Yes. And, you know, when you, I don't want to say interceding for yourself, but that's really what it is. Mm -hmm. You know, you get God on the scene. Mm -hmm. Because he knows where you are. He knows where you need to be. He knows how to get you from point A to point B. Mm -hmm. And that's why I just believe like a person should always pray for themselves every day. Even yeah. if it's like 10 minutes yeah. a day. Yes. Uh, because the Holy Spirit's going to help you out of like certain situations that mm -hmm. you can't do without him. Because yeah. here's the truth. We need Jesus in everything. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Like if we didn't, Jesus would never have to die for us. But Amen. he did. Yes. And yeah, there's just some problems where Satan is really, how can I say, 
really in a person's life mm-hmm. and there's wisdom to get a person out. Yes. And without Jesus, who is our wisdom, yes. we would never be able to get out of that situation. Yeah. So guys, I just want to conclude it. Wherever you are, whether you're in a secular job or whether whatever position you're in, please make the effort. I know that applies to every one of us because I believe every born-again child of God wants to love the Lord, mm-hmm. wants to love Jesus. And the Bible says clearly if you, we say we love the Lord, but we hate our neighbor, we're not loving God. Yes. Yeah. You know, and that's where it starts as well. So just cleanse yourself. If you know you're doing things wrong, like Trevor said, with a person gets angry and people are having a problem with that, that is clearly an area in their life that they know needs cleansing and sorting out. Yeah. But if you're not kind of willing to make it effort, you're going to be stuck. Mm. And you're going to have a problem. And what Trevor also said, that if a person then cries out to the Lord, say, Lord, help me, the Lord's going to say, I warned you in advance, you didn't want to do anything about yeah. it. So I'm just trying to encourage you people, we live in this last days, we all want to be used by God. Please make the effort if you can. I'm including myself because I'm trying to do it as much as I can. And just try to be sensitive to the Lord. And if there's anything wrong, if you do, if, they, if you sin, or even if it's a small sin, don't leave it for later because the person yeah. gets about it. Change yourself a bit now. Exactly. And that's a small weed seed that's out there. And if you leave it, it's going to grow up and it's going to strangle the person along the way. Yeah. So get rid of it ASAP and let the Lord lead you. Amen. Okay. Just going to share with uh, you guys online here quickly. I had no idea what Marius was going to preach on tonight. Mm. But I had an unction just to speak to the people here tonight because it was on my heart to let the people know that as a minister, not as a as a Christian. Mm-hmm. If you're a Christian, you don't really take notice of the people around you. Yeah, I mean. But when you're a minister, it's your job to watch over the people. Yes, I mean. So you can see ahead of time when people are falling and they're yeah. slipping. And you, you can see the issues in certain people's lives and so forth. And you can see the reason why they're backsliding and why they're going backwards. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, it is one of those things, the fundamental basic of it all is pride. Yeah. I've seen it time and time and time and time yes. again. You try and talk to them, they don't want to listen. No. It's pride. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about children of God now. Yes. Full of pride. And... I just had a little chat with everyone, yeah, and I just said, like, if you are struggling with a temper, if you're struggling with anger, if you're struggling with unforgiveness, if you're struggling with hatred or bitterness, all those things, I said, please get rid of it. I know of someone, Megan and I both know of someone, that has been holding on to offense. That's a big, 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 big no-no. Holding on to offense. And they were doing well for a while, and now it's like they're practically becoming satanic. And, you know, you think that I'm over-exaggerating. You've got to use some other stuff that's taking place, people reporting on on this person and so forth and so on. And 
The sad thing is this person is saved. The sad thing is this person's full of the Holy Ghost. But here's the reality again. Why is this happening? They are not purifying themselves. Yes. They're not accountable to any ministry. Yes. And again, you can't talk to them. Ears are blocked. They know it all. Yeah. But here's the sad thing. Here's the reality. When you don't want to submit to a ministry because you know it all, mm -hmm. you are submitting to the devil. Yep. End of story. You can, you can talk your biggest load of nonsense to me all you want. Unfortunately, it is what it is. There is no gray area. Mm -hmm. People don't want to hear that, but I'm telling you. There is no gray area. There is only black and there's only white. Yes. And that's that. Yeah. And you need to suck it up. Stop, stop looking for excuses. Stop looking for a, a way to hold on to your little bit of sin. Because guess what? It's killing you. Yeah. yeah, and the wages of sin is death. Yeah, that's yes. it. It's killing you. And you know what you're doing? You are giving the devil authority to come into your life and ruin you. And I'm telling you now, he'll steal your money from you, he'll steal your wealth from you, yes. and he'll steal your marriage, and he'll steal your kids from you. Yeah. yeah. Um, was it yesterday's chapter that said, in situations like that, when a believer is disobedient, you need to separate yourself from them. Yeah. Yeah. And unfortunately, this is going to be one of those situations yeah. where we will be separating ourselves. Yeah. Um, and it's not to be spiteful. No, the Bible says they must feel ashamed. Mm -hmm. yeah. The Bible says cut them off and make them feel ashamed. It says don't hate them. And it says pray for them, Please. but they must feel ashamed so that they know that what they did is wrong. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Marius, a very good message. Amen. Well, guys, I said thank you to all listen to tonight. And you all know what what must continue to do. Romans ten verse seventeen that says Faith comes by hearing. So, so keep, keep on, on hearing. hearing. Okay, guys, be blessed. Hey everyone, if you enjoyed today's podcast, feel free to let us know by contacting us via our Telegram channel, Trevor Van Vieren Ministries, or send us a message on our Facebook account. And if you liked what our ministry is doing, why not partner up with us and sow into God's vision, which is to bring a printed copy of our newspaper to every house in our city. All funds are used to increase the print run and reach more houses with the good news of Jesus Christ. You can sow via our website at www.thedailywitness.co.za. There you will find a tab called Sow into a Vision. If you are inside of South Africa, you can use the option of SnapScan. You can download this app free of charge from Play Store or iTunes. If you are outside of South Africa, you can use our option of Give and Gain. We thank you for your faith and generous support. Remember, we love you and Jesus loves you.